0: Now, we are returning to our extensive coverage of International Women's Day and I'm joined by two great guests in studio with me now. I uh, would have invited another one, could have had a dinner party here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have in studio uh, Petrina Halloran, uh, who we know as the founder of Mama's Booby Box, uh, blogger and writer for the online magazine, boobingit.com. Good morning to you, Petria. Hi, Alan. How are you? Thanks very well. Not, no problem. Thanks very much for coming in. And a uh, good morning as well to Hillary Tonge, founder of Gora Ennis Women's Shed. How are you? Morning, Alan. I'm great today. Thank you. Sure, why wouldn't you be Cinderella recycled looks like it's going to be a massive success tonight. massive
1: success. All tickets sold out. So that's fantastic. And at the moment, the shed is full of women uh, celebrating International Women's Day. We have the Traveller CDP and we have the Syrian and Afghanistani women at the moment. And a huge cake, which I hope to get back to.
0: (laughs) Is that a little hint? Like, get get cracking on this. Okay, no problem. I'm (laughs) shocked. They'll save you a slice. Oh, they will. If, if they'll save a slice for anybody in the Men's exactly. for yourself. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's very big. <laughs> it's very big. OK, yeah. that's
0: good. Um, look, there's there's lots to get through. Um, it, it, I mean, you know, I'm saying it's a big day and it is, but, you know, there, there is a suggestion, um, start with yourself, on, on this, between the International Women's Day, there is that argument that, look, it's nice to have the day itself and, you know, recognise the importance of women, but that... You know, why shouldn't it be Pretty much every day of the year, you know, it's the kind of argument that, you know, particularly um, uh, pale male and stale men who say, where, "Where is International Men's Day?" And it's like, "Well, the other 364 days of the year are International Men's Day." Mm-hmm. What, so what's your feeling about International Women's Day? Um, are you kind of skeptical of it, or do you think it's good to have? No, it?
2: I think it's good. We we need the day to raise ourselves up because I think as well, women can be their own worst critics. Um, Alan, to be honest, and they need the day to embrace each other and support each other. And women supporting women is probably the most powerful. Thing that can happen within communities. I mean, myself and Hilary were just chatting beforehand, you know, and she didn't know what I did and what I try and do in the community for breastfeeding, and I didn't know what she did. And yeah. even that, we were talking about like how do we raise that profile more even within Claire and yeah. how we support these organizations that are out there looking and to support women and, and how we do that, you know. So I think it is important to have that day to acknowledge women. And I said the same thing to my husband. I said, Look, as you have every other day. And I think if a man was in a women's shoes for for just one day um, you might realise how hard it is for women.
0: I wouldn't Um, like to be squeezing my size 12s into (laughs) women's shoes it'd be be very painful
2: Um, You know and I I think if that happened and um, men just put uh, a women's perspective a hat on for a day um, they would uh, realise how sometimes hard things can be for women um, and you know why we need the day to celebrate.
0: What about yourself Hilary? I mean I I do think the scepticism is understandable but The long and short of it, would you agree with Patrina that it is an important day?
1: Yeah, as she was just saying, we were talking about it outside the door earlier on and I was talking to women from Age Action yesterday and there was 40 women in the room. And again, we had that thing as we need to know each other. We need to get mm. to know each other, and that's really important. And it's it's powerful when women come together, as I saw this morning. Um, and I think it's it's a great day to celebrate, but it's also we have to reflect um, on the progress we've made so far and the challenges that still face women every day.
0: I, I suppose, like through the women's shed, you're re, you're you're excelling at making connections with women. You know, from the new communities who've yes. arrived here and, and elsewhere. So. Yes. Um, I'm putting the responsibility on your shoulders to yes, do all you. that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm taking it, on. it um, on. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. It really is. And, and that's what I was just saying yesterday to the ladies. It's just a matter of getting to know each other and finding out what, what the needs are in our community. Mm. And there are needs there that have to be addressed. So the more women that come in and uh, talk to us, uh, the more we'll know about the needs of the women in Clare.
0: Um, in terms of advice... Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the most important piece of advice you've been given in your, in your life?
1: Uh, believe in yourself. That's really important. And believe in what you're doing is the right thing, even if it's the wrong thing. If you believe in it, it'll work for you. I've always said that. Even when uh, Minoil Gaia started up first, there was only five or six of us in a room and the dreams that we had, we were kind of going, oh my God, we'll never... See. But we did, because <laughs> we yeah. believed it could happen. And the power of women is amazing.
0: Do you feel that that's something that you know you were given that as advice, but that that's you know because there' was a lack of belief instilled in you or in women in general, maybe worldwide, but in this country mm.
1: i th- no I think I think we're a lot more powerful than we think, um and I do think women believe in themselves a lot more now than they ever did. Mm. You see, there's fantastic women's organizations around now, um and they're all working really, really hard. Um, fantastic women um, no I think we believe in ourselves I think there's a great belief out there
0: Would you agree with that Petrina that women do have that belief or maybe with some women just, it just needs to um, be, be, they need to be more aware of it themselves or they're maybe there's external forces yep. kind of keeping that within their their they're staying within their shell, yeah, you know what exactly. I mean. Yeah, exactly.
2: And I, I think you're right about the confidence thing. And I think one thing to really remember is like, be the hero in your own story. Um, And that just came to me last night was put my kids to bed. Like, don't dim your light for anybody. Um, And if you feel you have to be doing that, then you're surrounding yourself with the wrong kind of people. Um, and you know, and it's that real confidence that you need to give to yourself, as well as getting a boost of confidence from other people. And I think if you surround yourself with like minded women, that'll give you that boost that you need, you know, and that's so important to be making those female connections. You know, when women come together, They can build mountains, um, you know, and that's kind of what we need to understand. And I remember watching Oprah Winfrey years ago and she talked about investing in women's communities in Africa. And they decided instead of giving the money to men to build businesses and try and develop the community, they would give it to women and see what they could do with it. And when the money was switched and it was given to women to invest in them making stuff and creating um, employment, etc., the whole community thrived. You know, and because the woman's focus will be different because yeah. she will think about the next generation, she will have more empathy. And like, we do have to recognize our differences between men and women. You know, we're constantly looking for this equality between men and women. I always say this to my husband, I was like, but we're not equal. I always say women are superior because of the things that we can do. We can birth children, we can raise children. You know, there's a lot of things we do in the home um, without men's input. So we just have to realise where we're both coming from. And women have different skill sets to men. And we shouldn't be saying, let's all try and be equal. Let's recognise the different skill sets we have and have strengthened those separately.
0: You know, Hillary referenced you know having belief to do what she's done. You know, and the work in setting up the the women's shed. Did did you, in terms of everything you've done? did you have to find that belief within yourself or did you always know, know you were going to be able to do it, you just put your mind to it it was like I want to do this and I know it's going to happen
2: I think I always had a probably strong mindset of this is what I want to do and this is what I want to do and stubborn. this is why I want to do it so I had that stubbornness like <laughs> built in probably, bit of that yeah from a, from a young age um, but I also had brothers and they made me stubborn you know because I think they make you a bit tougher growing up um, you know and I think when you do like I've had business mentors etc and they give you confidence as well and build you up and there's a great programme through Leo that you can get available business mentorship and when you go through that you have somebody who believes in you and you know builds you up basically and Mm. it just fills your cup with confidence you know and it just drives you on and motivates you even further than you ever could do for yourself
0: What's the best piece of advice you've been given?
2: Um, my mother said to me a long time ago, um, when I was in my young teenage years, um, always have your own money, so you will be financially independent. Um, and that's I think that's advice, a great piece yeah. of advice because when you can come together in a relationship, sometimes you, know, you can have joint bank accounts or whatever's going on. But always protect yourself, um, and you know, and always have that independence. And don't be afraid of being independent either. You know, you can be in a relationship but still be your own person and be independent as well.
0: I thought you were a step away there, Petrina, for admitting live on air to your husband that you have an offshore Cayman Islands account that he's not going to be able to access.
2: chance finding,
0: If only, if only. OK, look, we're going to move on to um, the biggest challenges uh, facing women in 2023. Um, I suppose one just before we get to that maybe not challenge but uh, something that I guess maybe is long overdue uh, to be taken care of uh, and I'm sure we both agree is good news is this referendum that's going to happen in November to remove that the reference to women in the home uh, in the constitution that's uh, the potential amendment of article 41.2 uh, of the constitution long discussed uh, the Citizens Assembly on gender equality Hillary made this recommendation um, the referendum is going to happen uh, how do you feel about it?
1: Um I think, uh, yeah, obviously taking it out of the Constitution is, is, is great, but we must remember that we have thousands of women in the home every day working hard, really hard, mm. looking after family, possibly looking after an elderly relative, uh, their carers. Um, they work um, all hours, and um, unpaid and unrecognised. So I would prefer to see the recognition of women in the home and, and the work that they do. Um, and if they were to get paid for the amount of hours that they put in every single day of the week, we're talking billions. You know, so yeah. it's really important that that work is recognised in some way or other.
0: What about yourself, Katrina? Hope, hoping. I'm, I'm, I'd be amazed if. The referendum doesn't pass mm, um, but you're happy yeah. to see it taking place?
2: Yeah uh, absolutely delighted um, to see it taking place and I totally agree what Hillary says about the you know amount of unpaid hours that is happening and I talked about it previously on here about even the unpaid hours that grandparents do in terms of childcare and everything yeah. you know that's not recognised and we have in this country you know a problem with childcare and getting affordable childcare in this country and a lot of it is down to the fact you know we're using grandparents as free childcare and if that wasn't there you know what situation
0: would we be in, you know? Yeah, and you made, a, you made the very good point that in the kind of current era of rising cost of living and, you know, the uh, retirement age mm. being pushed out, there's yeah. <laughs> a significant number of grandparents who themselves are just aren't as readily available because mm. they have to keep working or do whatever else to keep their home going. So that's yeah. a, a big issue as well. Yeah. Um, the challenges facing women in 2023, Hilary, what stands out to you?
1: Actually, I was talking to a lady before I left and she said this to me and I'm just going to read it out for you. When we talk about gender equality, we can't ignore the fact that women's experiences are not the same across the board. Women of colour, LGBTQ plus women, women with disabilities, women from marginalised communities face added layers of discrimination, violence and exclusion. It is time to embrace e- equity and solidarity to ensure that all women, regardless of their race, uh, sexual, sexuality or background, have equal access to opportunities, resources and rights. And I think that is, p- puts it in a nutshell, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There are still women out there that really um, are not treated equally.
0: What about yourself, Patricia? You're agreeing wholeheartedly with all of that. Is there yeah, anything else that stands course. out to you? as a big obstacle in 2023 for women?
2: I would say as well, just because I'm on several Facebook groups um, for women and I think the safeguarding of women and children against domestic violence and abuse mm. is really important. And we saw during COVID um, lockdown, you know, the increase in domestic abuse yeah. um, was just... Substantial. So it's it's having the laws in place that protect that more, and you know having women's rights in that point of view protected Absolutely. more, and to have that safeguarding of children where there is um, you know domestic violence in the home that children are protected in those situations, and women are avail- are able to avail of sports more, and you know they're protected more by the law
0: as well. Do you feel uh, between a f- fairly optimistic or? Not, I wouldn't say satisfied, but you know, more glass half full than glass half empty about where women are in in Ireland in twenty twenty three. That clearly, you know, to, to 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 steal that line from a, a previous Fianna Fail election campaign, lot done, more to do
2: definitely a lot done more to do and even when you talk about politics Alan you have to think about you know I I was talking about laws changing and stuff and protecting women and we've historically always had majority male politicians and I think Mm. until leadership at the top changes we're not going to see that trickle down changes for maybe another 20 to 30 years and you know that needs to happen and even I was saying to Hilary beforehand when you look at media you look at rural radio stations regional radio stations the majority presenters are male and that is no offence to you Alan
0: That's Uh, none taken and I, I, I I did think this would come up at some point but there you go
2: but it, it, it's not just you know it's not clear of him it's like every radio station the majority of presenters are, are male and
0: I've never felt more hairier and male than at this moment right now <laughs> it,
2: it's not a dig at you Ellen I swear because you're great to get women on talking um, but it, you know if you look at the influence that women have and what they're listening to every day and you know where the laws are coming from and you know w- on all of the media and all of that I'm talking about you know if that's always coming from a male point of view mm. you know m- males you know why they're looking after a whole society they are going to have a bias towards what men want and that's that's going to be subconscious as well they're not consciously trying to be against women it's just a subconscious bias that is there
0: I know, I guess that's right uh, Hilary what did you think of the Premier League at the weekend <laughs> I
2: do remember that Liverpool
1: beat no no why
0: did yeah. I even mention this oh, no, no 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 don't, no, don't involve I
1: had to put that in.
0: Yeah, please, Mm. if all the results don't remember that. (laughs) Um, Look, that's fair enough. Um, Are you reasonably optimistic about where where women are at? Obviously, there's more to do, but things are moving in the right direction.
1: Moving in the right direction and talking about it just like the two of us here today that's moving in the right direction that it's 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 we're verbalizing it now whereas before you know we weren't so i think that's really optimistic and i think we're very aware of politics now we see more young women going into politics i uh, saw so holly Currens today yeah. um very well spoken young woman and i think that's brilliant and yeah. the, more the merrier
0: and we did um, chat about uh, women in politics earlier on in the show petrina and you know that the, the lack of women involved in in, in public life and the, the need for things to be done. We spoke about whether, you know, with, uh, with, with Deirdre Clune and Grace Sullivan, whether gender quotas were the right way to go, but the, also the obstacles that women face. Mm. Um, and, you know, I mentioned the the abuse yeah. um, through social media and we spoke about the, the recent meeting of female oroctus members with the Coral about what they could do about that, a committee is going to be set up. Do you see that as a, a big stumbling block, just the the abuse mm. women face would, would actually put them off um, entering public life or would it be other considerations like you know it's kind of easier for a a man to enter public life because of a more paternal society but you know also women kind of expected to be uh, you know a man man with children can just say well I'm going to become a politician and my wife will take care of the kids whereas a woman can't A woman readily can't. do that.
2: Yeah, definitely. But I like even Holly Cairns has spoken openly about the uh, abuse she gets online, and I think if any young woman is reading that, they're thinking, "Oh my God, why, why would you enter politics?" You know, and even she's spoken out about it and said she was afraid to speak out about it because then she's turning more women off politics but she was like it's a topic that needs to be raised and needs to be dealt with and why men feel it's a, appropriate and all the abuse are coming from men by the way mm. so why do these men feel it's appropriate you know, to abuse her? Would they abuse a male politician in the same way? Maybe not. You is know, there so. an
0: insecurity there mm. or, or, or what is it? Of course it's probably like I was the, the predominant social media is a platform that I use is mm. Twitter and we know there's a lot of egg avatars yeah. and Twitter handles with seventeen digits after it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I wish those are my ba- my ba- my bank balance. I'd be a lot happier. But that it's just easy to do that because it's I faceless. Think so. yeah. yeah, of I think course so. it's easy. Yeah. I
2: mean, if they met her on the street, would they do that? No, probably not. Because yeah. a lot of these people are just cowards. They don't have their own lives and they're hiding behind a computer screen. And it's easy for them to to knock someone down when they see someone rising. Because I've followed Holly's career for years, and you know you can see her slowly, gradually rising, and all the things she's doing in politics. So of course it's easy to sit back and, and knock her down and be mm. jealous of that you know like why don't you get off your bum and do something about it if you don't like what she's doing you know politics yourself and, yeah. and make a change instead of you know why do you need to knock somebody down that's doing good like get up there and do something yourself and do some good
0: yeah I know look we can all criticise politicians mm. regardless of gender at the best of times and in, in many cases rightly so but uh, it is not an easy no. um, decision to make to get involved and I know people go like, ah what about the money and all that it's great no. now, but it's uh, you're you're, it's un- you're under the microscope I
1: think yeah. if, if they voted uh, and if women voted for women it yeah. would you know I, I think if you're that angry at somebody or if you're that angry about the government or whatever else get off your backside and get out and vote and yeah. make the change that you want but sitting at home on your keyboard is not making any changes anywhere Yeah,
0: very very true okay look we're going to take a break shortly but just before I do go to the break um, on post they've unveiled a new set of stamps celebrating the achievements of four leading Irish women uh, that was in the run up to today to International Women's Day so the stamps featuring Mary Robinson Susan Denham uh, Jenny Wise Power and Tecla Beer um the latter name I have to admit um, to my great shame I wasn't aware of but uh, Hilary has put in the hard yards on this <laughs> and has done the homework R- tell us all who uh, I'm sure there's a few people that are going I know who Teclabir is but it, Probably
1: is uh, actually yeah but um, I, of course I had to look it up because I, I haven't ever heard the name before and that's to my shame I, I haven't but uh, apparently she worked in um, the Min's Uh, in the Ministry of Transport um, for 40 years and made some fantastic changes Um, that's all I know about her but it's definitely something that we should know and yeah. if we don't, we
0: should look it up. And I suppose, exactly, and I suppose you know, having her on a stamp is it, it affords us the opportunity to, to actually, to yeah, yeah, discuss her. And exactly, just, that, that, that's that's long service. Um, if you could pick uh, one Irish woman to have on a stamp, who would you pick?
1: And We were just talking about that, weren't we? I, I'm, I, I first that came into my head was Linda Doyle, who is the Provost of Trinity College, the first woman ever, and um, so she's broken the ceiling. And I thought that was. Yeah, that's An a, achievement in itself.
0: That is a long run of men that she, she broke, that run. is for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what about yourself, Katrina?
2: I thought about this for a long time and then I thought about the activist Catherine Corliss for all yeah. she has done um, because I think she faced such hardship in trying to the investigation she did and a lot of 90% of it like she did herself as yes. well you have to remember like her history or her background was not in journalism so you know to bring that investigation to light but then to persist with it for so long to get the answers I think like she's a she's a hero for what she did and all she ever wanted to do was protect those babies and, and give them a rightful home and you know she knew something was wrong and she just listened to her gut and went with it so I, I think that's admirable
0: Yeah definitely incredible work on her part and particularly as you say you know she wasn't it wasn't uh, a foundation in journalism and Mm. she faced incredible obstacles and and overcame them that's for sure um, studio by Hilary Tong and Patrina O'Halloran and we're also remember giving away that pair of tickets to the Marty Party uh, before the end of the programme we're asking you who your three ideal uh, women guests for a dinner party would be and why uh, lots of them uh, coming in and we'll continue to go through those uh, throughout the show you can send them in at 086 1800 964 with your name and location Ashley in Kilrush says I would bring my great late mother Mary she was and still is an inspiration in my life I would also bring my amazing sister Michelle and gorgeous daughter Avine uh, lovely message there Ashleen, and thanks very much for that you're in the running for that pair of tickets uh, now uh, we're going to move on uh, and to that uh, if you could Petrina have mm-hmm. dinner with three inspirational women dead or alive who would you go for?
2: Uh, the first one I picked was Catherine Switzer because um, she completed the Boston Marathon in 1967, the first woman to do so. I run myself um, amateurly. I've done a few marathons and she's just such an inspiration because, you know, she was told at the time, like, she couldn't train for the marathon, but she did with her boyfriend anyway, you know. And was she there thought-
0: when she entered and the ma- male competitors were like... Clawing at yes, her and trying to put to her, her, her off, off, yeah, and she
2: just kept going, and she just didn't care, you know. And like they thought at the time, like she wouldn't be able to have babies after she ran the marathon, you know. There was just this crazy idea that women were so fragile they couldn't exert themselves like this and still have bod- bodily functions, basically, which just seems absurd, you know. Um, when you you look back on it now, so I think like she broke barriers basically for women getting into sport, you know, yeah. and for you know long distance running like that. So I um. Okay, that's that's a, why I picked her.
0: A great first guest.
2: Yeah. Um. The other one was Gloria Steinem. Um. She was an activist for a women's right movement in America in the sixties and seventies, and she tried to get the Equal Rights Amendment passed. And I watched a great documentary on it a few years ago. Um. It was on the BBC. It was just amazing, just the work she had to go through and the barriers she faced and the criticism she faced from the media, like just constantly, oh. you know. And but she just kept going uh, to try and get it passed. Like it never did pass, unfortunately. But the work that she had to put it in to get it to get it as far as she did was just amazing. Um, and then to stay on the activism uh, a trail and uh, the other one was Rosa Parks. Um, so ah, you, yeah. you might know her name. She was considered the first lady of the civil rights movement but she was um, the woman who just refused to get off the bus um, and she stayed there. And I think when somebody makes a stand against a bully, you know, it takes one person and, you know, there's that famous saying when when good people do nothing, um, you know, that's how badness exists. And, you know, she just stood Stood up to um to the bullies basically and just said no this is not right this is not the way it should be and we need change and yeah. you just see the you know the the ripple effect of that then when one person does it
0: I, I all great suggestions Rosa Parks in particular because you can imagine how much courage Rosa Parks would have needed in the part of America mm. she was living in mm-hmm. at the time and the potential consequences yeah. for her decision in an era of segregation and worse lynches mm. uh you know possible harm or death. So, uh, very, very good suggestions. What about yourself, Hilary?
1: Closer to home, Alan. (laughs) Um,
0: The guests won't have as far to travel. No, they won't have as far to
1: travel. Um, Because I've always said this, you know, that uh, people, the the women that come into the shed, the women in Clare, um, they all inspire me. Some of them are amazing. And I think, you know, just taking women from different groups and community groups, I'd probably invite Elaine Dalton. She's a bit of crack and she uh, runs the Uh, Women's Collective of Clare probably Sarah Ferrigan from the PPN because she works with over 300 community groups and then Fiona who you met last week who's organising the uh, Cinderella project in Woodstock tonight Um, she works with the deaf community and uh, she's there every single day of the week, totally unpaid as most women are and has worked really really hard and so putting those women together at table would be great, it would be great fun and possibly a bottle of wine, yeah.
0: <laughs> just the one oh, well. between the three of you. each. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, great, great, great dinner guests. I, I, I'm going to I'm going to mention my three if you'll okay. indulge me. Um, I've gone for Constance Markovic. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think uh, an inspirational figure in Ireland's battle for freedom, uh, not just to participate in it, but to be in a senior uh, commanding position uh, in terms of Stephen's Green and uh, just a very very tough tough uh, lady by the sounds of it and also she was uh, of course the first um, female MP elected to the House of Commons not that that's referenced all too often from the other side of the water because she never actually took took her seat for for obvious reasons so a really really inspiring character I've gone for Greta Thunberg because I think good to see I think you know the environment climate is such a huge issue uh, for the current and future generations and it's great to see somebody so young taking control of that and trying to do something about it and considering she's so young and she faces so many brickbats from a lot of, I mentioned the phrase pale male and stale earlier on, you know, a lot of uh, men uh, in particular who have a go at her um, for whatever reasons, I don't know, but she just doesn't seem phased by it at all and just continues on her on her path. Um, so I'd go for her. And third, because I'm such a big music fan, I've gone for Stevie Nicks from Fleetwood Lovely. Mac because I love Fleetwood Mac. And I think she, you know, in an era where if a woman was not a successful band, they were kind of pushed to the front. I was just reading about Karen Carpenter recently who was a very accomplished mm-hmm. drummer but her record label and brother made her give up the instrument to yeah. be the, the bit of eye candy at the front yeah. of the stage and yeah. that obviously didn't work out too well but Nicks, um very much an uh, active participant in the creative process of the band, and arguably the best songwriter, which, mm-hmm. you know, in, in that era in the 70s was a very male dominated mm-hmm. uh, musical environment. So, and I think she'd, she'd go crack as well. I'd, I'd I go to there, that one. So, those yeah. Might, yeah. To <laughs> that. yeah, yeah. There'd probably be more than three bottles of wine at that party. <laughs> okay. Um, while it's important to acknowledge, I guess, how far. Uh, we have come. uh, It's important to reference how much more work is needed to be done and we did touch on that earlier in terms of, you know, you're both fairly optimistic about where we're at. What are the biggest challenge, what is the biggest challenge or are the biggest challenges in the near future for women, maybe in Ireland, to to, to overcome, Petrina? Mm,
2: um, I think health is a big one to be honest. Mm. Um, uh, Just proper healthcare for women in terms of like maternity healthcare. I've talked about that before, just proper investment. Um, More investment is needed in maternal healthcare. It's not something that we think about all the time. And even just in terms of, you know, treating men and women different in healthcare, because we know for years, lots of research has been into men's health. Just for example, like a woman has different symptoms of heart attack than a man has. Mm -hmm. You know, it's completely different, but a woman will always be treated basically on the male symptoms so it's small little things like that, that that need to change you know within the healthcare space so I think that's really really important of how we improve our healthcare that we're just servicing women better um, and I think that's that's a massive change that needs to happen and again it probably comes back to who do we have in power and if we had a more maybe female focused um, uh, health minister or even though we had that previously it didn't work too well do <laughs> um, yeah. to you know I'm, I'm old enough to know that um, you know we just the, the focus on that needs to be better you know yeah. um, and again it, it comes back to those in power so you know the more female politicians we have the, the more equality we can spread
0: across the board Okay, uh, and to finish with you on this and on our International Women's Day special Hilary
1: um yeah we need to start creating more opportunities for women uh, to access and this is my, all women access education technology healthcare, financial uh supports um just for them to access things mm-hmm. and i have to agree with you on healthcare, um and particularly women's health care because we did see the cancer mm-hmm. um with vicky feelin etc and we also saw it with the um the blood banks where the the blood was contaminated and given to women and these were women who suffered because of healthcare, not men, women and we must be very cognizant of that all the time Um, but I see good things happening and I want to end on because we're always ending on bad notes (laughs) (laughs) I want to end on a good note and uh, and wish everyone a really really good um, and happy International Women's Day
0: very well said and a lovely and an optimistic and happy note on which to end (laughs) Uh, my thanks to Hilary Tonge and to Petrina O'Halloran and thanks very much much, uh, for being in studio uh, this morning on International Women's Day and uh,